Bro, this is called smoke right now, so that's what I call my wife. That's right. Oh, wagon? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Is you smoking, baby? You got a caboose, on you? The Fred Minnick Show is brought to you by 291 Colorado Whiskey, by Michter's, and by Heaven Hill Brands. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fred Minnick Show. Fred here. Woo! We got a double header for you. So, the English rock band The Struts uh, is guest one, and uh, American Americana soulful Marcus King and his band are uh, guest two. Uh, once again, these are recorded at uh, Louder Than Life with The Struts and Bourbon and Beyond with with the with the Marcus King band. And this is all backstage at these festivals in my little Jack Daniels hut area. And we just, you know, we just kick back and drink some uh drink some bourbon and talk about their careers. Always a good time. Always a good time. And I much prefer doing this in person than I do on Zoom. I mean, who doesn't, right? I mean, who would who would rather be in who wouldn't rather be in person drinking something with someone than on a Zoom call. So yeah, you're gonna enjoy this week's episode in a big way, I think. Uh also, if you haven't already and you're in the Washington, D.C. area, check out my event, Blind Bourbon. It's a benefit for the USO, and we are raising money for the USO there. Uh, It's going to be at Nationals Park, so that's actually the biggest venue I've ever done an event at. So this is where the Washington Nationals play. Now, I'm not packing the stadium. I'm not saying that, but we do have our own little area where we're going to be doing Blind Bourbon. I just think it's kind of cool to be doing it at a Major League Baseball park. Uh, Pretty, pretty doggone excited about that. Uh, also, I'm in the early stages. Hopefully, I can uh, tell you more about this next week. I am doing, uh, trying to get a benefit going for the Florida hurricane survivors. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's hard to navigate all the laws. Uh, of course, I'm used to doing it here in Kentucky. But Florida's laws are so different, and we may not be able to do it on the books in Florida. It may have to be done in Kentucky, and we write a check to the Florida charity or the charity doing some work down there to help survivors. So, I mean, it is just, um, when it comes to alcohol laws, it's just a never-ending smorgasbord of crap and holes you have to jump through. And I hate it, absolutely hate it. But if you think about uh, if you think about what we have to go through, there's always someone who's going to take advantage of it, and so I get it. You know, the alcohol world is does was not ran by choir boys. Let's just put it that way. But so you're going to hear you're going to hear two episodes here, uh, or really not two episodes. You're going to hear two interviews with one with the Struts uh, and one with Marcus King. So here we go. Here's the first episode with the Struts. Heaven Hill Distillery is sharing ideas on how to pair their African whiskeys with popular West African flavors for a full cross-cultural experience. Learn more about this series of Afro-fusion dinners and why Jack Begadu, the hood sommelier, says nothing quite opens the mind to a new experience like a good glass of bourbon. You can find this at their blog at heavenhilldistillery.com slash afrofusion. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Cheers. People want a great whiskey that isn't like every other whiskey. So nestled in the shadow of Pikes Peak, 291 Colorado whiskey is distilled from grain to barrel to bottle. Exceptional Western whiskey, unlike any other. Passion permeates every sip. Utilizing grains from the Colorado Plains, water collected from Pikes Peak Reservoirs, and finished with Aspen Staves, 291 Colorado Whiskey is an award-winning single-barrel and small-batch whiskey. Hard-made the Colorado way. Our recipe, our stills, independent and always rugged, refined, and rebellious. 291 Colorado Whiskey is proud of its humble roots and excited as we expand to new frontiers. Get your taste of Colorado at 291coloradowhiskey.com. Online orders available or find a bottle near you. Ride it like you stole it. Drink it like you own it. Live fast. Drink responsibly. At Michter's Distillery, our passion is making the finest bourbon, rye, and American whiskey possible. 
when you only produce very small batch and single barrel whiskey as we do, each and every barrel has to be perfect. No detail is too small for our production team. From careful attention to the 18-month or more air-dried wood used in the construction of our barrels, to entering our distillate into the barrel at the costlier or lower barrel entry proof of 103 so that it's smoother, to heat cycling our barrel houses, to our signature filtration protocol, we spare no expense in pursuing our goal of making the greatest American whiskey. And no Michter's gets bottled until our master distiller Dan McKee and our master of maturation Andrea Wilson say it's just right. Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery in downtown Louisville, Kentucky is open for tours and tastings. Book your visit on our website and stop by the bar at Fort Nelson for a world-class cocktail. For more information, follow us on social media at Michter's Whiskey, go to Michter's.com, or visit your favorite bartender. Michter's Distillery. It's all about the whiskey. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and I'd like to invite all of you to subscribe to the Dr. Drew podcast. Uh, We are very proud of what we're doing there at that podcast. I am interviewing some of the most interesting people you could ever want to talk to. Just whatever I find fascinating, whether it's a smart person or an expert in a field that I'm interested in, or maybe I'm not even interested in, I'm only interested because I've heard them speak and become intrigued, I think you'll be intrigued as well. We get deep into topics that are quite important to the current age. Things like cognitive dissonance, cognitive distortions, how does our mind work? We, we talk about everything at the Dr. Drew Podcast. It is of real relevance. We get all the way into deep physics and all sorts of stuff. But trust me, it's all very accessible. It's very interesting. Headaches. If you're even interested in learning about headaches, we get there. We go to the interesting topics of the day. Please join us at the Dr. Drew Podcast. So joining the uh, Fred Mint Show backstage at Loud of the Life and my Jack Shack, the Struts. How's it going, fellas? Hello. Good, thank you. How are you? I mean, it's great to have you all here in, in, in Louisville. Have you been to Louisville before? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. So Loud of the Life, you all play later today. Yeah. What time do you all go on, you know? 3.30, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the beginning of the headliners. That's yeah. a time slot. <laughs> yeah. for, and you're all on the main stage, so... Uh, I love y'all's sound. You have an amazing sound. Uh, you got this incredible voice, incredible voice. And you recently gave an interview talking about like how Bohemian Rhapsody is the greatest song of, of all time. It's the greatest rock song of all time. Oh, oh! To clarify that, do you have a song that you would put a little head of that, or what? In terms of an actual song, uh. No, it's kind of hard to beat, isn't it? Yeah. It is. <laughs> there is a song called Hard to Beat, but it's not that one. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, you know, uh, you've talked about before how Queen has been an inspiration for you all. You get compared to them time to time. like. But, you know, what, did you see the movie on uh, on Freddie Mercury? What'd yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was... <clears throat> I thought it was a great uh, way for people to be introduced to how just brilliant the music is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought Rami did a pretty great job. Uh, but yeah, all in all, like a, a great film. I saw the Elvis one as well. That was I haven't seen that outstanding. yet. Is it good? Yeah, really good. That's really, awesome. really good. Of all the people, that, I mean, I could see you, you know, coming in and, and playing one of these roles for these biopics. Have you ever, have you ever thought about uh, jumping into acting a little bit? I thought about it, but it, I mean, I'd, I'd love to do it. Um, but the struts is uh, quite a full-time job. Right. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> but might I add, like, so I get a lot of people in the show, uh, at, you know, backstage rock festivals. And no one ever dresses above me, but you all have uh, beaten me. Uh, you, <laughs> the cameras can't see your shoes, but you're rocking some killer shoes. Thank you. Do you what? Do you, can you talk about your shoes? Like you got? Uh, do you know what brand? Gladly, they are? yeah. So these are uh, our friends, Jeffrey West. That okay. Are based out of the UK. They got stores in London and New York, I believe. Um, but we've been friends with them for. We actually fun trivia. We actually shot our first original video for our single "Could Have Been Me." Oh, in wow. their house. So our friend Guy West, uh, who owns the company and makes the shoes, um, welcomed us into his home. And it's some it's an unbelievable house. So you can actually find that in the depths of YouTube somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. It's us in, uh, in Guy West's house for the first Could Have Been Me video. Does he make ascots? 
He does. Yeah, he does. This is actually one of them. Oh, is it? Oh, nice. Oh, so I gotta, I gotta get on the. You would like Jeffrey West. Yeah, you'd really do. It's cool. It's like, it's like dark rock and roll gentleman attire. Oh, my people. So you all, so speaking of kind of like the um, the movie world, you all did the uh, the tra- y'all's, y'all's music was used in the trailer of season three of the Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. the cover of Boring Blitz. Yeah, that was um, that was such uh, that's such it's one of my favorite TV shows. It's curious, I've never like seen it. you've it's never pretty, seen I, it. I saw the first season. It was yeah, it's pretty cool. I was curious, like, you know, do you get access to the scripts to these things? Because you all are in a lot yeah. of movies. No, we, I remember we, uh, we had to obviously sign off the, the approval, which was like a obvious yes. Right. Um, but yeah, it was, I was, I was really happy. It was quite surreal to see, um, to see the trailer for the, the latest season come out and, uh, our version of Ballroom Blitz. I mean, that, that version of Ballroom Blitz was used on the edge of 17 as well. So, wow. It's, yeah, it's there's bizarre. some There's some we forget about as well. I was watching uh, Ted Lasso. And I was like, and there was this cut, it was 30 seconds of this track. I thought, like, this is cool. I was like, I like this. And I was like, I fucking know this song. And there is one of ours. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, song called Put Your Hands Up. It was an older track, but was used on Ted Lasso as well. So, yeah, there's some fun cuts and songs that might not necessarily we might not even play in the set right but serve the purpose for something cinematic or something visually to help the story along so well it's all it's also to me like one of the greatest compliments of of music is like when it is used in uh when it's used in in film and tv you know yeah so um uh, it's incredible you know something you did recently in in uh on social media I, i i was really encouraged like you saying uh, you called out some of the of, of like the negative comments you all get from some from time to time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To it, I was you, as, as someone who's like in the public eye. Like, how do you how do you deal with the, the negative? Is that just a, a, a very therapeutic way to deal with the negativity? Well, on, if, to be completely honest, uh, that it's something that I don't personally tend to do. I, I think anyone who's on social media and or has any sort of like public persona. I think once you start to interact with people that are feeding you negativity, Mm -hmm. they just kind of thrive on it. But that particular video, the reason why I did that is uh, the day before we noticed all over TikTok, a lot of uh, people were using could have been me in the verse to address uh, negativity of like all fronts even. I saw a video of of a girl who uh, wanted to be like a gymnast mm-hmm. and it was like all the comments of um, you know you're never going to be good enough and blah 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 and, and then it showed her obviously just killing it and um, I just thought okay that's a cool kind of thing that I could like encourage so it seemed to be appropriate to sort of um, address right. things that I've kind of felt but it's a once in a very you know blue moon so to speak you know well, it's a strange, it's a strange world we live in now, mm. uh, in that everyone has an opinion about everything all the time. Uh, but um, you know, one of the things that you all are about to go on, you're about to go on stage here in a bit. I'm always curious of people's thoughts of like, uh, do you prefer studio recordings or do you prefer playing to a crowd? I I think we love. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's. It, I think it depends what kind of headspace you're in. Right. When you've been out on the road for months and months on end, it is really nice to kind of get back and situated and like be able to just quote live in one place for a little bit and yeah. actually be creative. Um, but then you start to miss touring again. So it's yeah. Like a, if you ask when we're touring, we'll say the studio. If you yeah, ask when yeah. the studio, we'll say touring. <laughs> You want both all the time, right? Uh, do you write while you're touring? A little bit. I mean, it, honestly, our shows are very full on and the days tend to be pretty packed. Um, we'll sort of come up with the odd ideas and sound check. That's something that we've done. But when you work comes, on lyrics, like first thing in the morning as yeah, well, a lot of the time. And- I'll write a little bit like in the morning and stuff. I always jotting things, always thinking of... Um, phrases and whatnot but 
when your day off comes around, right. the last thing you kind of want to do is get together. And I've, I've got to think of my voice as well, yeah. you know? So it's better not to talk and just relax. Yeah, your, your voice is kind of uh, the moneymaker. So, you know, you got to you gotta reserve it. Charming. It <laughs> <laughs> well, well, just goes charming. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. Uh, so, so normally on the show we do we do it. I do a tasting with my guests. Uh, I don't want to mess with that money maker prior to getting on <laughs> the gold stage. Tax. So yeah, yeah, the gold tax. So, so we will Luke will skip you from tasting. Thank you, appreciate. Um, Mind no, you, I would normally be. I know, I know, but you know, speaking of that hate on social media, if if I fucked up your voice, oh, I would never. Oh, end. my fans would be coming. <laughs> I, I would be. They would, they, would, they would kill me. So uh, who who's who's in for a tasting? Yours, I'll have right? a little. I'll have a little. Okay. Do you want how, how much tasting? Oh, it's just, He's gonna just get you trapped. We drab. What's that? Yeah, we drab. We drab. Okay. We we dram. All I want to do is kind of teach you how to taste and like let you enjoy it. Um, I'll take notes anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you can use this. But I, I'll send you home with something delicious that you all can play with. Look. Play around play with it. Oh, uh, well, I mean, after whatever you do with your whiskey bottles, that's up to you. Uh, but uh, what do you what do you normally drink? Um, I usually drink Jack and Diet, <laughs> and I don't I don't read. Really, I'm not a whiskey man. I, in do terms you, do of, you like, drink tequilas? It, do you drink? Uh, I drink anything, but like I've never been, and I want to be the guy that sips a whiskey and is like, I enjoy it. I've never got to the point yet. All right. Today's I, I today's the day. Yeah, I so got I, to learn. I got into um I can't remember the brand. Is it Woodford? Oh, Woodford Reserve. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that on the rocks. Well, maybe okay. just one ice cube. I was okay. doing that a lot. There's a lockdown. can't remember the name of it, but there's a Japanese whiskey that's absolutely amazing. Yamazaki. I can't remember. It was Nika. left. It was left by my fiance's dad, okay. and I thought it was ours, and I polished it off, and I was like, "Oh, I tried this amazing Japanese whiskey." I've got a, like, yeah, I've got a rare Japanese whiskey up there by you in the corner. It's got a little uh, a weird, a unique topper there uh, from uh, from the eighties. Um, wow! What's you were, your oldest whiskey you've got here? Uh, I've got a whiskey up here. That's it right there. Um, not that's not the oldest. That's the Japanese whiskey, the Suntory. Uh, I have a whiskey here from the thirties. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, so from the 1930s, uh, a couple of the 40s. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, you, you have to say that now, right? Uh, all right, what are you normally sipping on? Um, I like Buffalo Trace, which I realized okay. was from around here. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was from Buffalo. <laughs> so it's Woodford Reserve. Uh, Woodford Reserve is also from Kentucky. Oh, cool. Jack mm-hmm. Daniels is from uh, from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diet Coke is from everywhere. You, know, <laughs> yeah. so you can get those. that always. Yeah, you can, uh, you can get that anywhere. Uh, by the way, I would say like, uh, you know, maybe look into like switching that up to like Coke because the aspartame and Diet Coke and whiskey. Yeah, but you know why? It's because like, I don't have that sugary layer that there is in it too. Okay. Yeah. But again, you know, I should really grow up. While we were in Japan, we were doing whiskey highballs. Ooh. Oh, Which yeah. Is really good. That was, that was yeah. Well, and when you get the measurements right, like because in Japan, they're yes. like the UK, we measure like actual shots. Yeah. And then when you have it with the soda, it's... It's a fantastic. Um, that, that's absolutely right. Like the uh, highballs in Japan are always just one shot. Always killer. And you can get them in a can as well. That's how yeah. popular it is there. They they like their they but like their whiskey there. If we were to go to an American bar and ask for like whiskey soda, they'd go, they'd oh, squeeze oh, it in yeah. and say it would be like yeah too strong. Yeah, they they uh, we're getting better with the highball, um, but it is truly truly perfected in japan uh but here we're starting to just kind of get a little bit more you know getting a little better with it mm. so knowing that you like jack you like buffalo trace uh i'm gonna try and pick something that is going to be right in your wheelhouse I'll tell you what actually, yeah i, I think you should give to... something different yeah, yeah. yeah get out your comfort zone oh, oh this will this is this will be something delicious and i do recommend it uh, but I'm just kind of staying in that. There's there's a flavor commonality in these. This is a 15 year old product from Jim Beam. It's called uh, Lineage. Jim these are Beam. just a weed we dram. These glasses are yours to keep. Oh, thanks. So you can enjoy that. Also, of course, I've got Ascots for you. So nice can summer. you talk us through the shape of a lot of the typical whiskey glass and, and what? So this is, is based on. Um, yes, this is uh, this is a Glen Karen. This glass is a Glencairn. It is made by a, a family in Scotland. 
Um, and basically, all all most glassware was developed for for wine. There was, was not a lot of whiskey glasses. The whiskey glasses are always like rocks glasses or something. And so you, what you have here is you have a you, you have a vessel that that pushes the aroma up. And so the aroma is like all around here. And if you swirl it, it'll be very right mm. right here at, at that tip. And it also when you when you pour it, it kind of comes in as like a wave. Whereas like if you have it's like concentrated. If you take a look there, like the way it kind of comes in, yeah, yeah, it all comes in at once, like right, right there, it, and it narrows in, and yeah, so it'll, it'll get all over your tongue. Uh, and so it's developed to basically be for like whiskey tasting. So, and that is the Glen Karen, uh patented um, patented glass out of Scotland. Was it based on Glen's bollock? That's what I, I that's what I read online. Ah, uh, uh, I don't know actually. I, I really don't the know what they based, based on. on a breast, right? Um, martini glass there's there a story there there are a few things based on breasts uh there's a gin bottle that's based on one but i don't i really don't know i don't think they uh, based that on that okay all right i think if i if i asked them they would probably say oh yes we did that then but we can't talk about it now i've always you thought know? when a girl's been wearing a bikini and she takes it off if you were to turn her upside down it looks like two little vodka martinis with an olive in it yeah i'm sure that's flattering for uh the ladies i always call them the little martinis <laughs> <you know? laughs> well th that's the great thing they all come in this different sizes yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry we're talking about whiskey not, uh, i mean everything yeah. leads to a woman in a bikini you know right don't agree with that let's talk with you <laughs> <laughs> so the whiskey when but it begins by analyzing the uh analyzing the color when the whiskey went into the barrel, it was clear as the water from your tap. So every single day it's in the barrel, it's getting all of that color. It's getting the majority of the flavor and aromas from the barrel as well. So it's kind of looking at the looking at the color of it is like analyzing the uh, like looking at art really. This is the beginning of the journey for tasting whiskeys. Swirled around, bring it to your nose. And when you when you smell it, you want to smell your mouth slightly open. If you smell your mouth closed, you're sorry. Come in too hot, and and then kind of you know, relax your olfactory by smelling your mouth open a little bit, and then focus on your nostrils, go side by side. You'll notice that each nostril smells differently. You pick up different things in uh, in each nostril. Yeah. Oh, I should do. And this. My left one doesn't work. <laughs> Have you ever hurt your nose? Hurt my nose. the rainbow one Mine would collapse. Oh, the rainbow boy. Genuinely, I'm like, okay. <laughs> the right one works. Yeah, it's very nice. Well, the right one works, so you know, you know to focus on that. Uh, and then when you put it on, so you want to put it on your palate. When you do, put a little bit on your tongue. Not a lot. It's not a shot. You want to feel it on the tip of your tongue, the middle the back and the sides and the middle back. You get the sweet notes on the tip, you get the savory on the middle, you get the spice in the back, and then you get like a bitterness uh, in the middle toward the back and on the sides. There okay. you go. <laughs> Opened up. And he shot it right on. He's just like, fuck. Oh, that's really nice. So we'll, well, you don't have to spit it back. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, but I went outside a lot and I wanted to get You meant to hold it on I your do. tongue for a bit before you swallow it? Uh, you know what? It's you keep it on for a couple seconds. Yeah. And it's all about like how much your palate can handle. Right. You know, this is alcohol after all. And it could like really, you know, some people are a little more sensitive. So I'd tell I tell people. Do we get the spice at the back though? Where you okay. Yeah. Yeah. The it's next, quite sweet, I thought. Yeah. And then next, we want to focus on the part of the tongue. You really felt it. So taste it again and think about like the part of the tongue uh, that it was hitting. It might be a little flavor memory trigger for you. Did you cough something up when you spit it back out? Maybe. Who knows? That's the first time anyone's ever done that, by the way. Despite your whiskey. He does a lot of things for the first time. <laughs> Every day. It's nice. It's, it is nice. Yeah. I'm trying to get into the flavors, but it kind of is sweet, and then I don't really get the savory. But okay, feeling sweetness though all around. Yeah. Like caramel, vanilla. Yeah. Little marmalade, maybe. Oh, marmalade. Marmalade. We love a marmalade oh, sandwich. Yeah. I know you mean yeah. marmalade. Actually, yeah. Paddington too. Mm. Shout out to Paddington. What are you? What are you uh, yeah, picking like up there? Caramelly. 
The caramel yeah. bomb? Yeah. Oh, caramel. 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 They'll, they'll say caramel in some parts of this yeah. country. But caramel's how we say it here. Or yeah, I, you say, say it correctly. Yeah, you yeah. caramel. So like us. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, when I have, I have shows where I like uh, have audiences and I do like a blind tasting with them. And I'll say, do you say caramel or caramel? And that, almost always it's caramel. Caramel. So I don't know where that comes from. I think it's a southern thing. Yeah. Is this, um, this is bourbon. Then, right? This is bourbon. Yep. Yeah. This is it right here. Jim Beam lineage. So I usually oh. hate Jim Beam, but that's probably because it's like the normal. This, Jim yeah, Beam. this is the, the high end, the highest end they have. 55%. Yeah. Shit face. Yeah, and you didn't taste that, did you? No. No, Actually, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. If when you, the higher you go up in alcohol with whiskey, it doesn't always mean it's going to taste hotter. You know, so you, it, it's very velvety. It's very, you know, clean and, uh, yeah, you that's know, sweet. Was, I could get a lot, I got a lot of flavor out of that compared to like yeah. the cheaper whiskeys that I usually, yeah. Because like Jack Daniels, like me, is pretty rough. Yeah. You would, well, some of the Jack Daniels is, is really, really good. Oh, yeah, the higher, like, the, yeah, yeah, we've had some, yeah, some higher end ones here. Yeah, we've had some, yeah, absolutely. But, like, the normal. Yeah. What's your favorite Japanese whiskey out of interest? Oh, boy. Uh, I love that Yamazaki. Take down the name yeah, Yamazaki 18 year. I mean, I think that's, I'm kind of exposing myself a little bit there. It's, that's really popular. Okay. But is that the, like, that. square, kind of clear bottle, or is that light whiskey? Is it like the... Um, no, oh, it's in, it's in a standard, it's in a pretty standard bottle. Oh, okay. The square one, right uh, Kiori, I think is in a square. Oh, Kiori, that might be what I, I think Kiori's in a square bottle. Or, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I got bottled one of them at home. Uh, Hibeki's in a, in a, in like a, like that. It's in a square bottle. Kind of rounded yeah, square. Ooh. Yeah, it's lush. Wow. That's the one. Is that it? Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, well, I've learned my tip. I might not be drinking today, but I've certainly learned my tips and oh, tricks. Oh, awesome. Well, I, uh, I got a lot of stuff for you to take back. You know, you got other interviews and what have you, but what else is, what else is cooking? What's new for the struts? We're working on our latest record album. Number four, uh, we got a single out right now falling with me and yeah, we, we're finishing these shows and then we fly back to LA tonight. And then I play the uh, the Taylor Hawkins tribute show in LA, and wow. then we are full steam ahead, getting back in the studio and trying to get this record finished by wow. the end of the year. So yeah, I mean, just the thought of you know hearing you say Taylor Hawkins, it's just such such a somber thing to even still think about, mm. you know, losing him. Um, but we've we've lost a lot of great people in music the last few years, and. Yeah, but there's yeah. also so much new talent coming up and you know people have been there and done that you all are right there you know you guys are skyrocketing to to like uh, amazing heights and i'm excited to see what you all uh come up with and what you do and Cheers. you Thank guys, you, very much. You guys have been crushing it Thanks. I'm, I'm so thankful you all are here louder than live getting to see it so uh, you know, you know, in a couple of years, you'll be probably playing at the, the eight o'clock time slot. Hey, let's yeah. hope, friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. I believe in you. Well, hey, cheers! I got a couple. Cheers, mate. I polished mine off. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know, he yeah. would share some with you, but I wouldn't recommend it. He spit it out. So. <laughs> yeah, right. um, How much is one of those? Um. It is really. I, really I think nice. that's a six hundred dollar bottle. Oh, holy shit! Okay, yeah, I will not be buying that. <laughs> uh, Thirty dollars. Thank you, mate. He just spat out as well. That was like it is lovely. Though. It is so nice. It's very nice. So uh, here is my. I, I told you I had an ascot for you. Yeah. Fantastic. This, this is a custom ascot that oh, I wow. that I had made right here. Oh, I love you it. You see, it's got some bourbon barrels. It's got a oh, still in there. Oh, and some cool. whiskey glasses. Wow, that's sick. It kind of goes with my outfit as well. Get it on. I I only have two other ones. Thank so you, bro. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. much. Whoever wants to wear Thank you. And then uh, over there. Yeah. we have, have some uh, whiskey. Oh, wow. Oh, bless. And a book for you to take back. Thank you so much. Oh, what's the book? 
My book, Bourbon Curious. Oh, sick. What's yeah. up? And hot sauce. sauce. Yeah, and my, my hot sauce. Oh, oh yeah. Spoiler yeah. nice. Hey, that's so are. kind of you. Really Thank, you Thank you, man. So and you tie it perfectly. I love this. That's awesome, man. Look at that. How's it look? Looks great. How hot is it? Ah, uh, medium. Oh. That was a medium. I got a hot, hot one. Fred, could I trouble you for one more copy of your book, please? Absolutely. I would love because I'm sure you're going to take that one. I'd yeah. love to. Thank you, mate. Oh, here. Um, and if you have, I know you've got to save them for the rest of the day. Someone, I, know, I, know, happy to I won't take them all from you, brother. No, no. If you have someone in the band or on the team, too, that oh, maybe likes to read. Oh, thank and you. then oh, got to get a selfie with you. Let's yeah, do of it. course. Let's thank you for that works. In all actuality, I can't do the selfie. Can I grab one of these? Um, you can take yeah. Ready? Ready. How does it come out? Looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that looks amazing. That's really awesome. Yeah, you've got something for everyone. You got the yeah. whiskey, you got the Buicks. Love it. What whiskey is this? That is actually a Jack Daniels triple mash. And, oh, and you're like, not. If you all, if everybody wants, if you want one. Oh, we'd love one. Yeah, if everybody wants one. How are you going to? I live with Adam, so we will. Yeah, but we'll. You want to share? I'll put this, I got a nice alcohol trolley that I need awesome. to be filling up. Awesome, awesome. That's really kind, mate. Brilliant, yeah, absolutely. Cheers, man. Thanks Appreciate for coming on. Thank I'm you, a man. big fan, and I know you guys just going to keep crushing it. Thank you very much. And Cheers. next time you get an Umbrella Academy, you know, look. Okay. I knew you were a TV man. You know you're filming TV. Show. Cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers. Coming Cheers. On. Now that was a great interview. There, if you if you get a chance, go on YouTube and watch uh, watch me watch me give uh, uh, Luke a a ascot and watch him tie it. That was super cool. It was a big moment for me. But what was really more incredible was like how well he tied it. I kind of. Like I said in the interview, I felt really underdressed with uh, with them. So, <laughs> and that's hard to do. It is hard to make me feel underdressed. But incredible band. I just love their their sound and their uh, just their their edge and their just general persona. I think the struts are awesome. Now coming up, we've got Marcus King. Marcus King, I'm an enormous fan of. It very rarely do I say like uh, a. I'm a big fan to one of these folks in person. Well, I guess I do it all the time, actually. But I'm a fanboyed out a little bit. Like his voice is amazing. And prior to prior to this, uh, I helped his uh, fiance uh, get backstage. They they lost their they lost their passes or their wristbands. And they were having some problems uh, getting backstage, and they wanted to see Need to Breathe live. Um, and backstage, so I helped him get back there. So we had a little bit of bonding time beforehand. But Marcus King for me is uh, he's he's an iconic. Uh, he's not he's not considered like iconic right now, but he's so young. And when we get you know ten years from now, I'm gonna look back on this interview and smile and be like, that was my first interview with Marcus King. I'm so excited about that because it's not gonna be my last. I love this guy. I love his music. I love everything he and his band stand for. So enjoy this interview with Marcus King and his band. Uh, first of all, I want to tell you how much of a fan I am of you. I told you that when we were on stage uh, with Need to Breathe, mm. but I love, love your music. And I think it was the Rolling Stone talked about like how you were, you are like uh, an element of Jimi Hendrix and an element of of some of the great 80s music. And I, and I very rarely do I agree with music critics, but I loved uh, their take on you because you are you are music, man. You are music how I love it. So I, I, I thank you for well, that. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. And when you when you did the Crowded House song, uh, Don't Dream It's Over, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that was awesome. Man, we've been playing that for a while and we didn't realize they were going to be here yesterday. And... Uh, we just figured, hell, I'm sure not everybody caught that set, so we'll yeah. just play it anyway. Well, you know, yeah, so uh, Neil Finn was here uh, with his son, Liam. Crowded house, you know how it is. You got bands, and then, you know, someone in the band can't make it, so the band isn't on that bill anymore. Mm -hmm. So it was just Neil Finn, and um, the same agency that represents me represents him. I got mm. to meet him yesterday. 
my son is a huge crowded house fan so right. he's a it was it was epic and eddie vetter came on and did a little set with him wow. so it was it was it was cool it was cool hey we got a couple other come bands. on in oh, we got one more band guy christopher speeds chris i'm fred fred minnick nice to meet you nice to meet you of course we are we are backstage live at uh, bourbon and beyond this is my this is my backstage bar uh, i've got a lot of bourbon here for you all but i know you know we got a little bit of we don't have them up we don't we don't have a long time but we're here for a good time and i promise you i wanted to pour something with you that i thought was very very special i got a lot of really old whiskeys here but the first thing i want to pour you get right here you want to put it right here Perfect. We won't be drinking that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, it's Drew. Up, man? Come on, come on yeah. over here. Put, yeah, I'll, I'll stand here. Come Drew. on in, Drew. Drew, I'm Fred. <laughs> hey, Fred. Fred Minnick, nice it's to meet really you. Real pleasure. So <laughs> speechless overall. Uh, I got a, I got a <laughs> lot of whiskey here for you boys. We, uh, you know, we're rolling. I just want to commend you all. The music has been amazing. I was telling Marcus how much of a fan I am. Just such a such a God's gift to music right now. Shoot, man. I mean that. I mean We're a that. fan of you. You're doing the Lord's work <laughs> yeah. here. Well, <laughs> it's time to get to it. Uh, so I want to get, I want to pour you something here from the 1960s. Wow. This is, uh, this is called the Traveler. This is an old crow traveler. They used to sell this to businessmen before they would go on trips and the businessmen would put them in their uh, trench coats uh, and they would travel, you know, <laughs> so it would fit in there like that. But Old Crow used to be like the greatest, uh, the greatest whiskey brand uh, on the planet, and yeah. then and then they went to shit. You know? <laughs> it happens sometimes. But this right here, wow. this is from the 1960s, my friends. Wow. And to me, that is what. That's kind of some of the great music you're bringing back, Marcus. Some of that nice, beautiful sound of the guitar <laughs> and that soulful voice. So this is a little toast to you, my friend. Yeah. And all the great music that you are putting out. Mm. Wow. Cheers, boys. Cheers. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I said uh, we mentioned uh, you mentioned Derek Trucks. This was the uh, this was the first bourbon I drank with Derek Trucks. It was old crow. Was it old wow. crow? Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Smooth. Yeah, it is. Mm. That is smooth. So when you taste it, I want you to think he drank the whole damn thing I already. Did. I'm sorry. Is he always like that? No, no, uh, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we got to refill you. Edipur. Don't refill yourself. Uh, but uh, when you put it on your tongue, try to think about what part of the tongue is it hitting. We get different, we, we pick up different flavors on our tongue, like different parts of the tongue. We got thousands of taste buds on our palate. And if you, uh, on the tip of the tongue, that's where we get our uh, sweet notes. Okay. We get our savory in the middle. We get our spiciness toward the back and we get the bitterness in the middle toward the back and also the sides. So if you really focus on the part of the tongue you're feeling it, you can pick up more flavors than you normally would. Oh, sweet. There's a hitting that little sweet area. sweet spot, yeah. I'm feeling it towards the back. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, man. Back a little, you know, around that perimeter. <laughs> so, you, you're feeling it in the spice area. Yeah. yeah. So, all uh, kind of like, you know, we're all gifted in different areas. Our palates are, are they all work very differently, you know, so... What I taste is going to be different than what you all taste, especially after a long day. I mean, you've been singing all day, you've been on the road a lot. You got a day off tomorrow, right? But you've been you've been going, 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 going on your way to Toronto. Yeah. And <laughs> and like you know that that can have an effect on you. So always remember that you, what you taste today may be different than what you taste tomorrow. Right. So okay. So now I want to stay in this kind of like really really nice nice whiskey category. I want to go to something a little bit more contemporary, but I want to need your help. Please don't drink the whole bottle. I'm not, all right. I know. You see the <laughs> one with the red. It. You see the one with the red ribbon around it. Yes. Grab that one for me. Gotcha. 
I mean, I'm entrusting this in. Nervous. Last <laughs> drew out of Miller. I feel bad about that. So I'm gonna. Yeah. This right here. This is uh, a modern brand called Smoke Wagon. Okay. Smoke Wagon. That's what I call my wife. <laughs> She's in a smoke show. <laughs> That's good. That is good. Where is that smoke wagon of mine, Shira? She was just in here. Indisposed. <laughs> there you go. And now I got to grab a glass for myself. Run low the glassware. Yeah. <laughs> so, just to tell you a little bit about this brand this brand is made in, uh, this is uh, blended in Las Vegas. But it's actually uh, distilled at an, a distillery called MGP Ingredients in Indiana. Uh, this is the brand. This is the release called Too Hot for Retail. Only 36 bottles of this made. Whoa. 36. And this very bottle, just not this one per se, but this uh, this release just sold for eight thousand dollars wow. on uh, on a charity auction. So, wow! It's, Incredible. Uh, this bottle went to help. Uh, Survivors of the Eastern Kentucky floods. So, no, cheers, cheers, cheers to that, cheers, right? Cheers, that's yeah. great. For sure. Mm. That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very different. <laughs> this is packing in at 140.79 proof. Now, when you uh, when you are about <laughs> to go on stage, will you will you drink a little whiskey to clear your throat, or every now and again, I would drink this one. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Is it does it? Um, a lot of people feel like it dries the throat out of. That you know how no, you go. For, for me, it just kind of opens up the uh, passageways, kind of yeah. gets you a little bit more range. It may be a little placebic, but to me, it just feels. Right. Do you do you have a little whiskey on the on the stage or a little beer or something? Yeah. So I usually yeah. have a little rye whiskey with ice and okay. a pinch of water. Okay. Just because it makes it easier for me to shoot it back. You uh you got to hit some notes. So whatever you get, <laughs> whatever whatever can help you on stage, man. I'm like, go for it. I mean, because uh, you got a you got a lot of on the register you got to get to. Well. Hopefully, I can do it for a while. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> yeah. easy enough. How did you all feel today on the uh, on stage of Bourbon and Beyond? How'd you feel? Great, yeah, it was awesome. Crowd, crowd was, was good. Yeah, crowd yeah. was great. We felt great. And uh, I gotta ask though, you've been doing this all day? All day, all weekend, all week. Yeah. You yes. are. You all are my eighteenth uh, uh, interview. Wow. Whoa. 18th interview. <laughs> and I've had a few get interrupted by power outages, other artists coming okay. in, yeah. wanting to drink. I actually walked and in I, earlier. <laughs> no, you weren't filming, but I, I walked in. You're like, oh, I was cool. curious. Want to get crazy. on up and down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So what, what's, uh, what's something new that's uh, coming out? You got anything you're working on? Yeah, we just had the record come out August 26th, excuse me. Young Blood, that's the new record, and mm -hmm. we're currently touring that uh, domestically. So we're doing the East Coast right now. We'll saunter across the, the Southland, and then we'll be on the West Coast okay. next month, and then we'll take a little time down. And when you're out and about, do you get to hit the bars or have, go to a restaurant scene at all? or is These it, fellas do. Is it go, go, go? <laughs> we, uh, we go out and have a couple nice dinners, you know, uh, our drummer, who's not here, he's he's always good about finding good food in he's certain great. areas. Yeah, yeah, he's very good at it. And yeah. he's he's really good at finding dive bars, which we love. <laughs> well, I I checked that. I mean, he if you would ask me like who in this crowd would find a dive bar <laughs> after he just slammed that damn thing, um, I mean, oh, I, no. I would have definitely would have picked it. Okay. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm, I'm not going to live that down. It's Chris fine. It's down. fine. It's all good. <laughs> right, this is called Smoke Wagon. I said that's what I call my wife. That's right. Smoke Wagon? Yeah. <laughs> oh. You smoking, baby. But am I a wagon now? You got a caboose, huh? <laughs> 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 a dump truck. What happened? Oh, my God. I've been down ready to do a wagon. Now, Spies has the, oh, has I've the got dump, dump truck. truck. <laughs> 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 I've 
So there, there's this liquor store where I live outside Nashville that gets a shipment in from Buffalo Trace last Thursday of every month. So that's where I can find the Weller, oh. and the Taylor. And that's where you're hiding now. Well, whenever we're home, I, I'm you know I'm there. But man, the lines wrapped around the, the store, and it's like you know if you get there in time, it's is it McDougal's? It's uh, it's not Proven McDougal's. It's called uh, Old Port Liquor. Okay. Yeah. I oh, do man, a lot of shopping in Nashville. <laughs> do a lot of shopping in Nashville. Yeah. All right, I got one more for you, but I got to get the glassware. All right. Now, while okay. while I am uh, while I am uh, getting it, which is really I'm just walking right over here, so <laughs> it's not like I'm going outside or anything. Uh, I, I, I am curious. I want to know uh, a favorite flavor from each one of you. And I'm gonna pair, I'm gonna pair a bourbon uh, based on, mm. on that flavor. Now, it'll be, it could be anything across any any like genre of food or whatever. What is, what's a favorite flavor? Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I give don't me, know. Give me, a, give me a second, please. Uh, <clears throat> Do you know? Do you have anything? I'm like, this one's kind of sweet. I reckon, like, for me, I'd probably go for something a little bit sweeter just right now. You want yeah. some sweet bomb? Yeah, yeah. I like, like chocolate. Like a dark chocolate kind of taste. Like a dark chocolate? Boy, I think I got a, I think I got a whiskey perfect for you, Marcus. Coming out of Texas, this is uh, uh, Garrison Brothers. Okay. This is Guadalupe. They, uh, you know, they finished this in, in a port cask, and port barrels really yield a lot of chocolate notes. Okay. Uh, so if you're in a if you're in a, a chocolate state of mind, this could really be what gets you there. Yeah. You get to Texas a lot. We're actually going to Texas. Uh, we'll be there like next week or a little bit after. Right on. Thank you, sir. You all want the same thing, or you want something else? No, I, I, I either move towards the sweet, like Irish, you know, sweeter kind of vibe. You want an Irish whiskey? No, or, <laughs> or like a smoky or kind of. You, know, you want some? You want some smoke? You want some peat? Sure. This is a Kill Holman okay. eight eight year barrel pick that I did, coming out of Isla. Cool. Thank you. Drew? All right, man. I kind of want you to pick. I mean, like, I'm a big fan of the E.H. Taylor and the Green Label Weller. Okay. Um, but, like, that old crow was really special. So I'd yeah. like for you to maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, I could dip into, uh, if you are if you are a fan of, um, you're a fan of that really, Nice weeded bourbon style. I just drank what would I thought think would have been the perfect bottle for you. So I'm gonna go what had been my backup. That's a William okay. Heaven Hill, uh, 13 year bottled and bond. Curious of the bottle you just finished though. What what was the bottle that you It was old Fitzgerald, uh, 17 year. Bottom bond. It's the one that's in the canter right down there below. It was uh, crushed it, crushed it with the CEO of the company putting on the festival. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Look at that. Oh, nice. That's cool, man. Yeah. All right. What did you What did you think of the Garrison Brothers there? I mean, it's it's just exactly what I asked for. What I what I, exactly what I had in mind, so I'm gonna have to find me a bottle of that. It's really nice. It's like right. a, I think that I would have this like after a good steak dinner. Yeah, I have like a dessert whiskey. Right on. Well, yeah. I, really I tell you what. Uh, oh, how about the how about the Pete? What'd you Incredible. Yeah. Hit the spot for you. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> very right. smooth. Very smoky. That's what I like. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Incredible. Actually, similar to the whole crow, I think a little bit with this. And I, I mean, it's very smooth, great. Right on. Great bourbon. Right, well, I, one of the things that you yeah, know whiskey kind of can bring out in us, it, it starts new friendships, right? It yeah. starts new <laughs> friendships. You, you make new friends along the way. You see, 
you get it, especially out of events like this. You know, enjoy yourselves tonight here at Bourbon and Beyond. Big fans. You guys have been doing great work. Thank you, brother. Thank Same you, to you. Cheers. Thank you so much cheers, for coming cheers. on. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Cheers, man. Absolutely. Cheers, viewers. Mm. Can I refill that? I'm, I'm good. I better not. All right. <laughs> we may or may not have been drinking other bourbon before we came here. <laughs> so I'll take it easy now. It is bourbon and beyond. <laughs> yes. It is bourbon and beyond. And uh, I'm pretty much at any point you can like tap in these veins. There's bourbon in there. There's bourbon in there. <laughs> I got it. Man, being such a connoisseur and everything, like, what's your, I mean, if you're like on a budget and you were at a store and. Uh, right here. $15. Evan wow. Williams bottle and bond. Yeah. Right next to that, about $25 bottle. Old granddad. Old granddad. Old granddad. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I actually have a, nick a nickname from college because I, I drank a lot of old granddad. I was a peepaw. <laughs> so they called it. Peepaw. They, they call, call me Peepaw because I always had a bottle of old granddad. Okay. <laughs> you are a character. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This gentleman is Peepaw. Yeah, Peepaw. Yeah. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have said wow, that. But, hey, thank you for all that. Yeah, yeah, thanks yeah, for having me. My you. pleasure. I mean, I know it was short, but I appreciate you coming on and uh, having some whiskey with me. I know it won't be the last time, so yeah, y'all enjoy the evening, all right? Cheers, Cheers. Thanks a lot. Be safe. Yeah, Cheers. Man. Thank you. Cheers. Anything you want to hear. Appreciate you, man. All uh, yours. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you. Man. Well... Thank you for listening to those two. And what did you think about uh, pairing a, a couple people together like that? Let me know on fredminnick.com. I also uh, would like to know like how you listen to this. Do you listen to it on Apple? Do you listen on to Spotify? It is. It helps me kind of understand the the audio format because this show has um, it's it's both video and audio. I always like to see who's listening to this or watching this where. But, you know, hit me up on fredminnick.com and just, you know, while you're at it, I'll send you a sticker. So give me your address. But that's going to do it for this week's episode, folks. Be safe out there. And remember, give us some love out there. Tell a friend. It helps us go a long way when uh, trying to communicate to people in the world about whiskey or really whatever. That's going to do it for this week, folks. Be safe out there. Remember, vodka sucks unless it's being used for hand sanitizer. Cheers, everybody. You've been listening to The Fred Minnick Show, brought to you by 291 Colorado Whiskey, by Michter's, and by Heaven Hill Brands. For more information about Fred's books, articles, podcasts, and more, just go to fredminnick.com. I am not a All this month, celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month with Pluto TV. Watch movies with the biggest stars like Eugenio Derbez in No Eres Tu, Soy Yo and Luis Gerardo Mendez in Camino a Marte. Plus, Pluto TV has thousands more movies and TV shows and over 45 channels in Spanish, all for free. So download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming today. Pluto TV, drop in, watch free.